I think it's time that we got a little musical history, a little local musical history. And a guy that gave a presentation at Eastern Connecticut State University about the history of local music last week at the Fine Arts Instructional Center, Cupid number 31. That would be Bruce John joins us today along with Peggy Ann Contos Harvey. Cupid, good morning. Nice to see you today. Tell us what the inspiration was for this talk that you gave at well, Eastern. I was invited by the education department to do a presentation on history of pop music in Eastern Connecticut. And I, the only way for me to do it was to personalize it and give my own perspective and my own contributions to the local music from how I saw it as a little boy till, till today. Um, so if, if you will, I'd like to start, Wayno, you know, um, right across the other side of the footbridge that we're under right here at the armory. And in the, in the January of 1958, Danny and the Juniors had the number one song in the country at the hop. It was about June or July of 1958, and my parents said, get in the car. We went down to pick up my 15-year-old brother. I was uh, seven years old. And I sat on my daddy's shoulders, and they had the big doors open in the armory. And there on the stage was Danny and the Juniors. And I had had enough experience on my dad's jukebox to know what that was. So... Um, this is my first exposure. My eyes got very wide to live rock and roll. Can you know, I've been it? here 53 years. I never knew that Danny the Juniors oh, played yeah. the Willamantic Armory. That's pretty cool. It, it's so cool. They used to go town to town, all those bands, in, in station wagons and play. So this is what I heard when they opened the, when they opened the barn doors. Ah, ah, ah. You can rock and you can roll and you can stop and you can show at the hop. When a record stops spinning, you can live so when you're shaking at the hop. Do the dancing station that's keeping the nation at the hop. Come on with me. Say, let's go to the hop. Let's go to the hop. Oh, baby, let's go to the hop. Let's go to the hop. Stop the groove at the hop Where the jockey is the smoothest And the music is the coolest at the hop All the cats and chicks Are gonna get their kicks at the hop Let's go baby I say, let's go to the hop Let's go to the hop Oh baby Let's go to the hop Let's go to the hop Ah Bruce John bringing back Danny and the Juniors, and and I I also noticed there was some saxophone in that song. We have not identified who you brought with you today. Bruce, take it away. From our show, The Music Vault, my new sidekick in the last year or so, Peggy Ann Contos, Harvey Contos, you might recognize. Yeah, she's the best. She's uh, she plays multi instruments. She's incredibly talented. I've waited sixty one years to have a music partner, and here she is. Uh, she enhances my show greatly. 
So we well, thank you, Bruce. It's a great pleasure to play with this man. He's taught me everything I know about rock and roll. So it's a, it's been a great education for me. So thank you very much. Uh, my joy, my dear. Fabulous. Let me run this by you, Peggy. Yes. That it's to, in my world, it's unusual to see a female saxophone player. Give me a couple of names of other ones who do what you do. Well, actually, one comes to mind right away is Vanessa Collier. She's going to be playing at the um, Connecticut Blues Festival on Saturday. Patty Tuit Band is going to be playing there, too. So I'm really excited. She's a singer, and she plays saxophone. So it's, it's, I've seen her clips on YouTube, but I've never seen her in person. So, yeah, so everybody should come out to that, to that show. It's going to be great. show starts at 2 and goes to 10. Sounds great. Peggy Ann Contos Harvey along with Bruce John joining us this morning. A little history of local music. So, all right, you hear Danny and the Juniors, and then you can't talk about that era without the guy that shook his hips, Elvis Presley. Yes, and that is, it's, it's a few years later, I was in uh, third grade. My third grade teacher and my mom decided that I should, because I would always jump around with my plastic guitar and imitating Elvis after seeing him on Ed Sullivan. So they thought I should be an Elvis impersonator at the Vinton School um, uh, show. It was a variety show they did every year, and it was big. The whole town came, and it was like a, a lot of people. So they let my hair grow and my sideburns and made me a satin shirt and satin pants and dyed my shoes blue. And I got up and in front of the, um, I got up in front of the whole school and gyrated and lip synced blue suede shoes. me down, you can step on my face, slamming my name all over the place, doing the thing that you want to do, uh-uh, honey, lay off of my shoes, or don't you, step on my blue suede shoes, you can't do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes, you can pay in my house, you can steal my car, drink my liquor from an old fruit jar, doing the thing that you want to do. Uh-uh, Peggy, lay off of my shoes, don't you? Step on my blue suede shoes. You can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes. All the time, ain't nothing but a hound dog just crying all the time. You ain't never caught a rabbit, and you ain't no friend of mine. The king, what do you say if he were with you here? If you go, thank you, thank you very much, thank you very much. Yes, except for one thing the uh, blue suede shoes were really Carl Perkins, yeah, and Carl would have had the bigger hit with it, except he had an accident. And he couldn't promote it, and Elvis got it, and he's the one probably most That's people think story, of. Huh? But it was a Carl Perkins song. Cool. Yeah. Well, I knew that. So we know it was that was sixty. I decided to learn how to play the guitar. 
So when I was 11, 1962, I knew how to play the guitar and uh, chords and stuff. And my neighbor, Mike Beatty from Professional Lock, who drove 12,000 miles around the country, he was my neighbor, my best friend, still is. And uh, we, um, we decided to perform at a hoot dandy in Willimantic. Carl Tonello, who's over here, also across the river at the Card Home right now, had just graduated from Wyndham High School, decided to put on a hoot nanny. Rock music in 1962 was at its peak. I mean, folk music, I'm sorry. So we got to Gowfield. I was 11, he was 12 and a half. And there was a thousand people there. <laughs> it was my first live performance playing my guitar and singing. <clears throat> There were, um, my knees actually knocked together, how they say that. I can remember it like it was yesterday. And we got up and did a song by a band who were a bunch of Wesleyan students. They had the number one hit in the country. Michael Jordan is chilly and cold, alleluia, chills the body but not the soul, alleluia, fiddle me a tune, Peggy Ann. It's deep and the river it's wide. Hallelujah. Milk and honey on the other side. Hallelujah. Michael rode the boat ashore. Hallelujah. Michael rode the boat ashore. Hallelujah. So Peggy Ann Contos Harvey has now switched off to the, is it a fiddle or is it a violin? What, what was the instrument you just were fiddling on? Well, I guess it's a fiddle, but I love the violin too, coming to love that, but it's a fiddle today. That's it. So to explain a little bit more to the younger generation, Bruce, about what Hootenannies were all about. Hootenannies were where folk music uh, was spreading the nation, and it was Peter, Paul, and Mary, and there was a, there was a whole bunch of uh, groups and people and folk singers. But a lot of the part of it was the initial part of, of awakening social consciousness through the folk music, music of the people. And um, I, it started with me. I remember when we did, a, um, I got my first album, was the Bob Dylan Freewheeling in uh, 1963 or so. And I started to learn, I learned the song Blowing in the Wind. And it was a song that covered just about every social ill and, and maljustice in the whole world. And uh, I always thought, like I sang it for a while, I thought that you or my generation here, Wayno, would have taken care of these problems. But I need to sing the song more than ever right now. It's, um, and I'll sing it till the day I die if I need to. So that's what Hootenannies were about singing along, about thinking about the world racism, um, the ecology, and, uh, and so many other issues, social issues. 
So we're going to do a, a little taste of folk music from the Bob Dylan area, social consciousness. How many roads must a man walk down before they call him a man? How many seas must a white dove sail before she sleeps in the sand? Yes, and how many times must a cannonball fly before the forever band? Oh, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer's blowing in the wind. How many years can a mountain exist? Before it is washed to the sea And how many years can some people exist Before they're allowed to be free Yes, and how many times can a man turn his head Pretend that he just doesn't see Oh, the answer, my friend it's blowing in the wind. The answer's blowing in the wind. Blow your heart, Peggy. job how many times must a man look up before he can see the sky yes and how many ears must one man have before he can hear people cry yes and how many deaths will it take till he knows too many people have died Oh, the answer, my friend It's blowing in the wind The answer's blowing in the wind The answer, my friend It's blowing in the wind The answer's blowing in the wind Bruce John with Peggy Ann Contos Harvey. Already three times in that one segment, we had different instruments by Peggy Ann. We had the sax, we had the fiddle, and the mouth organ, a.k.a. the harmonica there on Blowing in the Wind. As we look back at, oh, 60, 70 or so years of great music, both locally and worldwide as well, with Bruce and Peggy Ann. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Stand up and walk out on me Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song I'll try not to sing out of key 
Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Yes, I get high with a little help from my friends. No, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. What do I do when my love is away? Does it worry you to be alone? And how do I feel by the end of the day? Are you sad cause you're on your own? No, I get by with a little help from my friend. Yes, I get high with a little help from my friend. No, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friend. Could it be anybody? Oh, I need somebody to love. Would it be anybody? Oh, I want somebody to love. Do you believe in a love at first sight? I'm certain that it happens all the time. What do you see when you turn out the lights? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friend. Yes, I get high with a little help from my friend. No, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friend. The Beatles. Bruce the John. Invasion, Wayno. Bruce John with Peggy and Cantos Harvey paying the fiddle on that one. As we do a little history of music, short version of history of music, going back to the late 50s earlier, we talked about Elvis and Danny and the Juniors, and now we're in the 60s with Bruce and Peggy Ann playing some live local music here this morning. I will say this, Bruce, that the Beatles inspired me to learn music. They inspired me to learn the guitar. And I got to think that there's a generation of kids, you're one of them, who probably had the same thing. I got a guitar because of the Beatles, and I really don't think anyone since that time has had such an impact on a generation as far as learning music. What impact did the Beatles have on your musical direction? Well, I already thought I had been a folk singer for a few years and played in a rock band, did American rock. But what the Beatles did is they taught us that music had a whole lot more chords than the three cowboy chords that we all knew. And it expanded my um, interest in learning to play different songs and different um, keys and diminished chords and God, minor they were six, just so ninths. creative. Nobody played ninths Nobody back played then. Ninth. You're, you're exactly some jazz guys. And I love the diminished stuff. Till there was you is a great example of diminished chords. Of course, they didn't write that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the diminished chords. I don't know what your names of them are, but I know how to play it. But that's about it. So what happened to me is in those years, I was in a band, seventh grade. They, I could play and play the guitar and sing, so people wanted me in their bands. So older guys, I played with a guy named Brian, Brian and the Countdowns. We did a great, um, it was called a uh, Battle of the Bands with Rosie the Bug, the old DJ from Norwich, as a judge down at the Durable across from Rec Park. We didn't win. But we did do Honda Honda Go Faster Faster, and uh, he would rev up his Honda. We had the Honda on stage, the Honda 50. And then I moved on to my next, my first real band gig, paying gig was at a place called Pollock's Amusement Park in uh, Conantville. And um, 
it later became a famous nightclub in the area <laughs> called the Shabu. That was my first gig for the Mansfield Young Democrats. It was three of us. I made uh, we made five dollars each, and we had a good time. And uh, from that at that point, I got invited to five dollars uh, each. You could buy like four gallons of gas. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I got invited by a really good band at my high school, Leo Smith, called the Gas Company. They had just played a big gig in Willimantic at the synagogue called the Synagogo, which really excited me about being in the band. So we got this band together, the four of us, and we were 14, 15 years old, and we were good. And we used to play at UConn on Friday afternoons at the Hawk Dances. You remember those at the Student Union? That's where they'd all gather between 3 and 5 and pick their date for the weekend. And we would play. We were 14, 15 years old. And from that, we got fraternity gigs, which were always fun. At 14, 15 year old, drinking beer and letting them sing the dirty verses to what I say. But anyway, um, the gas company was a good band, and our, our motto was it doesn't sound the same without the flame. So, one of the songs we picked uh, initially was a big hit by Simon and Garfunkel, I believe their first hit. So, we were cool. It was folk rock, it was British invasion, and this is the one we chose from Simon and Garfunkel. and softly creeping left its seas while I was sleeping and the vision that was planted in my brain it still remains within the sound of silence the restless dreams I walked alone narrow streets of cobblestone the halo of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light That split the night And touched the sound of silence Sound of fiddle Neon God they made And the signs flashed out its warning In the words that it was forming The signs said the words of the prophets Are written on the subway walls In tenement halls Whispered in the sound of silence That was Simon Agonkel's first hit, and uh, you make that along the back end of what you talked about earlier with Hootenanny and folk music and the like, but maybe a thought about the impact of the British invasion on folk music. 
Cause oh yeah, it was it was huge. I mean, I Donovan and still is one of my favorite folk singers. Um, Mary Hopkins came along later on. There was a lot of, of good British folk singers, and it was kind of intermingled. I know that James Taylor was over in in Europe uh, at the the first one to record in the Apple Studios around 1970 with uh, the Beatles, and rumor has it he was helping John Lennon learn how to play the harmonica. So I mean, there's a, a lot of intermingling of uh, British and American folk music and folk rock. Peggy, and I was intrigued on the first couple of uh, bars of Sounds of Silence, sound singular of silence, proper name, the the, the way you were picking at the fiddle there. You yeah, didn't yeah, do the usual bow thing. Shopping, yeah. Exactly, that's it. What do you call that in musical terminology? It's uh, actually called the chop. It was invented by, actually, Daryl Anger, who's a ja- bluegrass jazz uh, fiddle player. And they have, oh, there's so much percussion coming out of these uh, fiddle players. It, it's incredible what's happened over the last 15, 20 years with, with the violin being used as a percussive instrument. It's a whole nother learning curve. So I've been working on that stuff. It's very cool. How many instruments do you play? I don't know. I've kind of lose track. I go through stages. Like I, I go on a kick where I love the piano and I can't stop playing it. And, you know, just different things. I bet I better bring our flute out is what I'm <laughs> yeah. working on. How about banjo? I bet you play a banjo. Well, I only play banjo well enough to pick some fiddle tunes on it. I, I wouldn't play it out in public. Yeah, but that, you can still play it. That's, yeah, that's where I, I'm I, going I know my that. way around a little bit, yeah. All right, so we get to the middle 60s there with Simon and Garfunkel, and then... What well, happened? we did. My next band was called the Nostalgic Tuba. I was kind of like the Strawberry Alarm Clock. We were the Nostalgic Tuba. <laughs> it was at the end of my high school career, and uh, UConn was on strike. And I remember we went over and just set up in the student union and played. And we were doing songs of peace and love. It was a war demonstration. And um, we later became the house band at Ray's Roller Rink in Coventry, right across the parking lot from Lakeview. And um, this is the kind of music we were playing. F. Love is but a song we sing and fears the way we die. You can make the mountains ring or make the angels cry. Know the bird is on the wing and you may not know why. Come on, people now. Smile on each other and everybody get together. Try and love one another right now. Some may come and some may go, but we will surely pass. And when the one who left us here returns for us at last, and we are but a moment's sunlight just fading in the grass. Come on, people now, smile on each other and everybody get together. Try and love one another right now. Let me a little peace and love, Peggy Ann.
Come on, people now. Smile on each other and everybody get together. Try and love one another right now. It's not that hard. And if you hear the song I'm singing, and you will understand. You hold the keys to love and fear, both in your trembling hand. Just one key unlocks them both, and it's there at your command. Come on, people now, smile on each other, everybody get together. Try and love one another right now, right now, right now. song became a 1969 number five hit for the Youngbloods. I didn't realize this till you were singing it, but I looked it up. That was written by a guy from Quicksilver Messenger Service. Chet Powers. I thought it was a Jesse Colin Young song, but no, no, too. he covered no. it. So, classic song, which, by the way, the message still applies today. And as as you were singing, and Peggy Ann was playing the fiddle on that, one thing, Peggy Ann, that I really appreciate was the way that you don't just follow along with the melody. You play like a counter melody. I'm not sure what they call it in musical terms, but you you give some some real texture to it by... Playing, playing off of the melody there. Is there a name for what I'm talking about? Well, I kind of approach it, especially when there's two people. You, you can't play, the, it doesn't complement the vocalist if you're playing the melody. So I often, what I'll do is I'll go through, find some harmony notes and then play some passing tones in between when he's silent, try to back off when he's singing and fill in the spaces, but still provide some body to the song as it's progressing. And she does all that. And her improvisation is really kind of what drew me to her. Anybody could play the melody again, but she, she has that improvisation um, gift. She, she hears it, she sees it, she feels it, and she practices like a madwoman. The woman never sleeps. She's always playing something and working on her music. Which... And you two work so well together as well. This is sort of a program like was done at Eastern's Fine Arts Instructional Center last week, the history of local music with Bruce John and Peggy Ann Contos Harvey. What's next in the historical timeline, Bruce? Well, we're gonna we're gonna stay at Ray's Roller Rink, and this song came out in the summer of '67. But we did it in 1970. It's one of our premier songs from across the pond, not Hall's Pond, the big pond, with the Bee Gees. <clears throat> There's a light. A certain kind of light And that never shine on me And I want my life to be Live with you Live with you There's a way Everybody say To do each and every little thing I ain't got you I ain't got you You don't know what it's like Baby, you don't know what it's like 
love somebody, to love somebody the way I love you. Play me a song of unrequited love, Peggy. Somebody, the way I love you. And now everybody skate at Ray's Roller Rink in Coventry. Bruce John and softball great turned musician great Peggy Ann Contos Harvey playing the sax on To Love Somebody as we flash back to the last 70 or so years of music. And of course, when a lot of people around here think of Bruce John, they do think of Shabu. So how did Shabu enter the local music scene back in the early 70s? I became best friends with David Foster and Mark Foster and my brother Gary, the four of us. Just became close. The, the, the great controversy, they're a phenomenal band, played four nights a week at the Rock Garden, and we would go see them all the time. And they were the first ones to play Shabu, right? Oh, yeah. So I was about, by the time we did this together, we collaborated and bought the Old Mill Motel, decided to go in as a partnership. And I was 20, David was 19. Our brothers were older, so they were legal to be there. We weren't even legal. We owned the place. <laughs> But Shabu, we had just started to play our local bands and Connecticut bands, the best ones. And it turned, within a week, Aerosmith was there. And within a couple of weeks after that, Buddy Guy and Junior Wells and James Montgomery, it, it skyrocketed. We were in the right place at the right time. We knew the right things to do, even though we were children. And um, we became a very famous nightclub overnight. I have an item that says, the first time Dream On was played in public was in November 1971 at the Shabu Inn. The band received $175 and a bottle of gin. Can and you verify that? And yeah, and they stole another bottle that night. Stole. So we did. So I vetoed Who them. Took and that, did, Tyler. I didn't have them come back. I didn't like their haircuts, and uh, I thought they were obnoxious. So I vetoed Aerosmith, who were begging to come back. But they played for, four nights. So this. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking about the next time when they yeah, wanted there to There was no fifth. My greatest business decision ever was <laughs> vetoing. So I, I can't, of course, we had hundreds of bands, uh, internationally famous bands. I mean, they were the best for 10 years. I just had Bonnie Raitt's birthday yesterday, and I mentioned the fact that I saw her at least once, maybe more, at Shabu. It was phenomenal. Now you say she used to hang out in my room. We used to party together. <laughs> She's been straight and sober one year more than me. You invited her back. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we invited the great B.B. King. <laughs> yeah. Tell the story of how that came about. Well, 
Muddy Waters and I are in my room doing a list of things. Another guy that you invite and, um, back. Here I am sitting. I'm, with, I'm in my early 20s. I'm sitting with Muddy Waters, the legend. And we're hanging out. We we, we were friends. Muddy I Waters, dri- I by the dr- way, got the key to the city of Willimantic Absol- at Shabu. Absolutely. But I used to drive him around on my Porsche in first gear. He wouldn't let me shift. So he said to me, Bruce, he goes, I heard you have B.B. King coming. I said, oh, Muddy, we're so excited. He goes, he went, Bruce, you're going to think he's phony. And he, his eyes got real big, and he went, he's syrupy sweet, just like that. He goes, and he's really like that. He went, he's really like that. So a, a couple of months, there's B.B. King. I meet him. He plays. But Lefty and I are just, we're beside ourselves. We were so excited about this. I'm in the hallway after the show, and he's holding my hand. Instead of shaking hands, he held on to it. I said, B.B., I can't tell you what a thrill it was for us to have you here. I said, would you come back? And he looked at me and went, would you have me? <laughs> so there was that humility that, that Muddy was talking about. So Peggy and I are going to do my favorite B.B. King song from Live at the Regal. How blue can you get, Wayno? I've been downhearted, baby, ever since the day we met. I've been downhearted, baby. Ever since the day we met. Now your love give me nothing but the blues. Hey baby, how blue can you get? You're evil when I'm with you, baby. You're jealous when we're apart. You're so evil when I'm with you, baby. And you're jealous when we're apart. Now, how blue can you get? Yeah, the answer's right here in my heart. Hear what I gotta say. I bought you a brand new Ford. He said, I want a Cadillac. Took you out to a $100 dinner. You said, thanks for the snack. I'll let you live up in my penthouse. You called it a shack. I gave you seven children. Now you want to give them back. Yeah, I've been downhearted, baby. Ever since the day we met. Now you're low, give me nothing but the blues. Yeah, baby, how blue can you get? How blue can you get, Peggy Ann?
Frill is not gone. B.B. King music from Bruce John. And that one, Peggy Ann Contos Harvey, played two instruments. She started off on the harmonica and switched over to the sax. She's played both separately on songs this morning, but that time we got two for the price of one. Yeah, the great B.B. King. Well, Shabu is such a, a great local resource for music, and many people saw acts that they would not have seen otherwise. Question, did the Wyndham, Mansfield, Eastern Connecticut area have the blues before Shabu? I don't believe so. You know, I know they had jazz. My dad told me that the Rock Garden was a great uh, uh, Dorsey Brothers and bands like that coming through Willimantic. Yeah, was was quite a thing in the in the 40s, and but uh, after that, I I don't I don't remember the blues until we brought the blues, and we were educated and we educated the community at the same time. And we still get them back here at the Shabu stage. I get the feeling there's some fiddling coming up here. Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna actually. It's hard to talk about Shabu and try to get a few songs that in the overall history. So we're going to move on a little bit. And actually, we had the great Emmy Lou Harris, and she did this song that night. But um, I saw her. Too. My next venture was um, I became aware of, uh, of uh, food insecurity. And my friend Allison, Jason Otieri's wife, worked at the Access Agency. So for the next 11 years, from the, um, the, from the 90s on, uh, uh, late 90s, we did a. Um, Body for the uh, uh, food for the body and soul over at the First Congregational Church in Coventry. I put together a bluegrass band of a lot of local musicians. It was called Lonesome Valley. So we're going to give you a little taste of bluegrass. Peggy is a bona fide bluegrass player. Some bright morning when this life is over, I'll fly away. To a home on Gossalessa's shore, I'll fly away. Oh, I'll fly away, oh glory. I'll fly away in the morning when I die. Hallelujah, by and by. I'll fly away. Fiddle me a tune, come on. Just a few more weary days and then I'll fly away To a land where joys will never end Oh, I'll fly away Bring it home Oh, I'll fly away Oh, glory I'll fly away in the morning when I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Oh, I'll fly away. What a team you guys make. Bruce John, Vicky Ann Contos, Harvey. The little bluegrass. Is that bluegrass gospel? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And um, that led for me moving on to the bread box which has been a really folk music again. We've come f- full circle, and um, we've had some great Shabu legends play at the Breadbox. 
This is our 15th year at the Bread Box. We've raised $260,000. May I mention that Ron Jumain is our head volunteer there, my dear friend, and he's my assistant. He's like the what Alfred is, the Batman. He just helps me with everything. <laughs> and God bless you, Ron. He's here this morning. <clears throat> so what I wanted to kind of do, I wanted to sneak another song in if we could. One of the great bands to play, at, the, the great entertainers to play at the Bread Box and one of the greatest entertainers ever played at Shabu was the legend Jonathan Edwards. This one goes out to Pat Buchanan. Sunshine, go away today. I don't feel much like a dancing. Some man gone and tried to run my life. Don't know what he's asking. Tell me I better get in line Can't hear what he's a-saying When I grow up, gonna make it mine These ain't dudes I've been paying How much does it cost? I'll buy it The time is all we lost I'll try it He can't even run his own life Damned if he run mine Sunshine, sunshine, come on back another day. Promise you I'll be singing. This old world, she's gonna turn around. Brand new bells will be ringing. Yeah, a lot of people just laid around the shanty and put a good buzz on to the music of jonathan edwards in fact i'm i'm privileged to have introduced him four times on stage here locally including the old bokow festival back at rec park in 84 and then three times here at the shabu stage in fact humbly i will say that after my last one he saw me after the performance and he says that's the best intro anyone has ah, ever sweet. given me but boy he was a regular he, he was he was there at shabu a lot wasn't he yes he played yeah. prob i don't know four or five times a year for for eight years yeah he was also he's a beautiful person he's a great great friend and a human being bruce you mentioned the bread box give a little plug for what's coming up well yeah the bread box a uh, week from sunday we have um we have a great show coming with the kennedys and uh sally rogers and her friends out of pomfret we do an artist showcase the third wednesday of every month i think it's the 15th this month with a lot of local singer songwriters and we're rolling and the soup kitchen has never needed help more than right now they're over COVID level of us. Meals a day, the shelves are bare, and they have 85 families relying on them at the food pantry. So anything you can do to come out to the bread box, it's a fun, fun way to donate to the soup kitchen. And I don't know if she's planning on doing this song, but a lot of people like it when I play it because she sat in this studio right where you're sitting right now, Bruce, I don't know, must be 15 or so years ago when the Frog Bridge was pretty new. And she did her song as the state troubadour about the Frog Bridge. And it's great. It's a historical thing. It talks cool. about the, the, the naysayers didn't want the bridge. And then after the bridge was up, they said, yeah, we like it after all and all that. So uh, that I would think that alone might draw some people there. So just make sure that when she comes to the bread box that she remembers I will. to bring I, that song. Because that is awesome. a local song that people here want to hear. I, I will do I will do that. And uh, we always end all of our shows with the old Lead Belly song. Last Saturday night, I got married. 
me and my wife, we settled down. Now me and my wife are parted. I think I'll take a stroll downtown. She sings too. Irene, good night. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. See you in my dreams. Now sometimes I live up in the country, beautiful downtown Eagleville. Sometimes I stay downtown, and sometimes I take a notion to jump in the Willimantic River and drown. Sing it with us. Irene, good night. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. See you in my dreams. Now, some folks, they like their sugar. And some folks, they like their wine. You know who you are. Me and Peggy. We love our music, so we sing it all the time. Irene, good night. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. I'll see you in my dreams and good morning to bruce john and peggy ann contos harvey peggy ann played the sax the fiddle the harmonica and on the last number she gave us the treat of her voice as well what a team you guys make and what a treat this was this morning folks thank you for coming in this morning thank you so much for having us a little history of our local music over the last 70 or so years from bruce and peggy ann on 14 wili willimantic and 95.3 FM, and now time for the 904 News.